Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm Austin Bechtold with your fan headlines. Mika Fitzpatrick confirmed to the media today that he will play in Buffalo 1 o'clock on Sunday in the wildcard round as the Steelers play the number 2 seed Buffalo Bills on the road. Bill Belichick out after 24 seasons with the New England Patriots, mutually parting ways with Robert Kraft and the organization. Pete Carroll, gone from Seattle, fired by the Seahawks, looking to try to transition into a different role in Seattle. And Nick Saban retired from the Alabama Crimson Tide yesterday at the age of 72. For more fan headlines, 937thefan.com. And now, back to Cook and Joe. Man, there's a lot going on. And then again, there's only one thing going on. The Steelers are going into Buffalo. And I have so many things, and I'm sure Ron does too, that I want to ask Chris Hoke this hour. But I think the story the story of the game, and I honestly mean this as someone who's watched football for 50 years yeah. religiously, I think Josh Allen is one of the most talented football players that has ever walked this planet. You look at some of the numbers. He's extremely running, talented. Throwing. Yeah. Everything this guy does. I was just looking up some numbers. He's having a bad year, people say. And going into the Dallas game, he was the only, I say the only player in NFL history with 25 or more passing touchdowns and 10 or more rushing touchdowns. Yeah, you get the bad with him, but you get a lot of good. So you, Chris Hoke, are back in your meeting room with Dick LeBeau and Troy <laughs> Polamalo and James Farrier and Lamar Woodley and Casey Hampton and Ryan Clark and Ike Taylor, and you guys are all planning and scheming to face this super freak. Yeah. What it and, and it's going to be in 40 mile an hour wins. Yeah. Tell me the key points well, of your mile, game plan. That changes everything, right? 40 mile if you're talking about playing him in a sunny day it's different, right? But playing him in 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 a really cold wintry day with a lot of wind, it, it's you're going to have to worry about him running the football a little bit more, right? Well, I would say a couple things. First of all, I know what coach Mitchell, the great D-line coach for the Steelers for 25 plus years, what he would say he, he would employ what we would call the mush rush, right, where we wouldn't try to get on the edge and get upfield where we might open up vertical escape lanes for him, right? We would try to squeeze the pocket and collapse it around him and keep him in the pocket so he couldn't escape and run, right? A lot of times when you're trying to get on the edge and you're working moves, you might open an escape lane for him. It's okay to do that for a quarterback who can't run, right? You can do that for a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady. Right, but you can't do that right now for Josh Allen. You got to collapse the pocket around him, and, and that's one thing that I know that we would we would employ against Josh Allen in this week. Another thing is you can't call a lot of coverages where you turn your back to him. 
You got to keep everything in front of you. You got to have you got to have your eyes in front. Is that you, a translation for well, zone? I, I, I think you got to play of zone. zone. I think you got to play a lot of zone. When we struggled in zone, right? The Steelers have struggled, especially over the middle, right? Now we're getting Minka back. We're getting KZ back, so that's going to have an impact there. But we've struggled in the medium areas of of the zone in, in covering tight ends, and they got two good tight ends: Dawson Knox and and, and Dalton Quinn, uh, Kincaid. These guys are good, and Kincaid's probably the best of um, of both of them, and so. We're going to have to figure that out. But they're a little soft in the middle. You saw that in the game against the Ravens, too, with Huntley hitting little some throws over the middle. They've got to be better there, tighten up that, that zone. That middle linebacker's got to get better, sit better in that zone and get in that pass, that pass lane. But so I would say those two things for me is you've got, to, you've got to make sure, try to do the best you can to keep them in the pocket by that mush rush, and then make sure you, you keep your eyes in front of you and not have your back to the line of scrimmage. Mm. It would be nice if they had T.J. Watt, wouldn't it? How, my, how big no of question. a loss is that? They well, no question. Where they're was one it? and ten without him. That's what I was going to say. One and ten without T.J. Watt, and I say that because he is a game changer. He's the MVP of the of the team. The team is MVP of the of the NFL right now, I believe. Um, but the reality is that I think we're in the better best position we've been in to to backfill that him than we have in years. Right, I, I think that Marcus Golden's come out last week. He had a sack. He had a couple tackles for a loss. Um, he played solid. You got Nick Herbig, who I think is very explosive and has a lot of upside. I like what I see from him. So you got two guys who are, are I, I would I would say they're above the line. They're not below the line type players. Uh, are they TJ Watt? No. Um, are they going to be able to produce like he did? No. But I think that it won't be as bad as a drop off as it has been in the past. All right, sticking with this theme then uh, that Ron just picked up, Herbig is an interesting guy to be going into this sure game. Is. And I've seen the Bills tackles. I think Josh Allen saves that team a lot. They have two massive tackles. Deion Dawkins is yep. like 6'4", 330. And the other guy, Spencer Brown, is like 6'8", 3-something. Does that mean that a guy like Herbig gets swallowed up completely by them or that he gives them problems with leverage and things like that, squeezing around and underneath them. I think in the run game, he may struggle a little bit just because of size-wise, right? But he, he might be able to play some leverage, but those guys are just, might swallow him up at times. I think the pass rush, um, if he doesn't let – if he doesn't get into their body, if he doesn't let them get their hands on him, right? There's a way he, – he he's really good with his hands. He's really good with pass rush. And he's got, he's got low body – uh, lean and 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 he's able to get underneath these guys. You see a lot of the rushes that that TJ Watt's getting, a lot of these rushes that Herbig's getting, is because they're 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 they call it the ghost rush, right? Where they keep the extension, they keep the, the separation from the tackle, and then dip under the, the the arms. When these guys are tall, it's hard for them to get down and squat and bend. So a guy like um, Nick Herbig, who who can get underneath those hands and just dip and lean and get around the corner is so much better mm. um, against those guys, right? That's why T.J. Watt, if you watch him, he has such great ability to get underneath these tackles, put the, put the right arm out, keep the separation, and then get underneath these guys when they go to punch and they're not getting their hands on them. That's something that Nick Herbig, I think, will be able to employ in his pass rush. Um, if you try to go at these guys and let them get their hands on you, you're done. That's why I think Alex Highsmith struggles a little bit. I mean, he has seven sacks this year, which is, which is good, but not what we want. But I think that with Alex Highsmith, he likes to do the spin too much, um, um, and he likes to go over and try to maybe do a little bit too much power rush. These guys are big and strong, and they're not going to let you push them around. Ron, may I indulge Hulky in another Josh Allen question? You may absolutely may. Would you employ a spy on him? And if so, who would it be? I think at times. I, I don't think I would do it as much as um, 
you would maybe do it against Lamar Jackson. I don't think uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen will give you maybe a 15-yard run when you really need it on a third and 14. Like he did the other night? Yes. I mean, third I, and 15, he got 16. I was just thinking about and that play. dove and gave up his yes. body to get yes. it. And, and so I, I think he could do something like that, but I don't see Josh Allen doing what Lamar Jackson could do and run for 60, 70 yards and, and, and hit a home run. So um, I think I think strategically you can do that on certain downs, maybe like on a third and long. Maybe you do that with Minka Fitzpatrick. He's kind of the guy that plays the robber, and he can he can uh, cowboy a little bit. He can um, freelance a little bit, um, and had a great understanding of the defense to be able to do it and be smart about it. Minka coming back, he says he's going to be one hundred and ten percent this week. I mean, we're due for a big play we a big from play. him. We like need a big play. A, a yes. big turnover. Listen, I, I, people got upset a month ago when I said he, you know, he hasn't really had a big, you know, other than that, that tip pass he had. I think uh, it was a bad throw, anyways, by Deshaun Watson. There hasn't been a lot of impact plays this year by Minka, and he's been banged up absolutely. And so you, you have to take that into account. But he's due, and it would be great for him to come in and and you know force a fumble or, or create some kind of big play for this defense. Well, the other thing with Josh Allen, and I think it was on his first pick the other night. First maybe, of what? Maybe it was his second. Turned the ball over three times. Well, the on one the f- in the end zone was just ridiculous. Yeah. Who was he throwing it well, to? Well, I think it was mis- misunderstanding. I think it was Gabe Davis, right? And Gabe Davis came in, and I think that's the one you're talking about, and he threw it right to the DB. So, I, obviously, he thought that Gabe was going to sit down. Um, but, and, but my question is, on the second one, he almost got killed on the sidelines. He runs a lot. He sacrificed his body. Away and he was throwing the yes. ball, right? Yes. yes. Like no quarterback I've ever seen, actually, he sacrifices yeah. his body. So my question is, as a defender, you're going to get a lot of shots on him. Opportunities. Opportunities. And nobody ever wants to injure somebody, but you certainly want to make him feel it physically. How do you draw the line between the two? Be- between saying, man, I'm just going to get a shot on this guy and try and yeah. take him out compared to let's just punish him physically and legally. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's a it's a fine line. Like Coach Cowers, it's fine line in this business, right? <laughs> it is. It's a fine line, and you've got to be careful. You, you might see a 15-yard penalty, but you want to put some uh, – you want to take a little bit of football life out of Josh Allen, especially when it's cold. Hits hurt a little more, right? You, you hit him in that hand, and, and that, you know, it, it hurts a little more than it did when it was – 60 degrees. But he outside. doesn't look to avoid contact. No, he doesn't. He looks and to he's instigate tough. it. He's tough. He, he looks he, to punish you. That's the thing. Forget about you punishing him. But, but when it's cold like this, you know, it's hurt a little more. Um, but I, I think he's the type of guy where, you know, he's just going to find a way to make a play. And he believes that he can fit it through any hole, right, through any kind of lane. Uh, he thinks he can thread the needle. And that's going to present a lot of opportunities for the safeties and for the corners to get the ball Hopefully, yeah, they're going to be there. The opportunities are going to be there. The Steelers got to take advantage of those opportunities because he's going to he's going to give them some opportunities to intercept the ball. Joe, can we pivot to Hokey's favorite subject, or would you like to take a brief pause here? I'd like to ask him another question about Josh Allen. Then Ron. go for you're, you're, it. If you like would Josh kindly Allen. allow me I to would, do uh, that, very kindly. Kind, hey, I would kindly this allow is, you. Very this kindly. Is, this is preparing for Elway. It's preparing no, for Walt, Eric Dickerson. You're preparing for an all-time talented for all player. Time. And it's, the thing that's crazy is. He can turn the ball over twice in a quarter, not a half. He, he can get sack fumbled and turn the ball over again, right? He can – that drive can stall at the one-yard line at the end of the half, and you can still believe that he's going to win the game for you. He's got three turnovers and a, and a drive that should have turned over some kind of points, and he still goes out and wins the game against a quality opponent. Joe he, mentioned Elway. 
the defensive coordinator at Miami. Who was the defensive coordinator at Miami last week? He said he's John Elway on steroids. Sanchio, yeah. And then he goes, but I'm not saying he did steroids. He just said he's that tough. Yeah, I know. And, and, and his last line was, he's a dude. Yeah, he's a he's dude. How a dude. does the wind affect him? Like, he's killed the Steelers on the deep ball. Gabe, 98 yeah, and 62 yards. Well, it's going to affect everybody, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to affect – it's going to be who can – Take advantage in those calm moments in a game, right? When the, when you're called for a pass, and if the gusts aren't there, who could take advantage of those moments? Is it going to be Mason or is it going to be Josh Allen? Um, and we're going to see. I, I think that Mason throws just as good as a deep ball as Josh Allen does, I believe. Holy well, horse milk. I'm not questioning you ever again on Mason No, Rudolph. I do. I'll just I mean, look accept at me. I that. Think, I think he throws a great deep ball. I think the stats show it. And uh, But I'm, ta- I'm not saying he's as good all around. I mean, Josh Allen's superior. There's no question about it. I'm just saying the deep ball is um, – so we're going to see who can take advantage of this weather and, and the calm moments in the game. Chris Oak, two-time Super Bowl champion. Chris Oak Show brought to you by McVeigh Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Trenchless Sewer Lining. And, yes, we'll throw it to Ron after this, and he can start peppering you with Bill Belichick questions. Now, that All wasn't right? my favorite part, person I wasn't going to ask him about. I was going to ask him about Mason Rudolph. Oh. We can talk about him. We can talk about them both, of course. All right, let's talk about them both. I've got four tickets to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. You could even join. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cook and Joe on January 26th as they broadcast live on location, but four tickets. Caller number three to our dear friend Austin City Limits. You can say hello to him, 412-928-9370. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. And the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. After 24 seasons, Bill Belichick is no longer the head coach of the New England Patriots, mutually parting ways with Robert Kraft and ownership. Pete Carroll, no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, as well as Nick Saban, who retired from Alabama yesterday. Today at PPG Paints Arena, Penguins host the Vancouver Canucks at 7 o'clock. Pitt basketball does not return until Tuesday next week, 7 o'clock at home against Syracuse. For more, go to 937thefan.com. Chris Oak in for the hour. Austin City Limits to my left. Our friend Austin Beck told. Ron, I taught at Waynesburg and he missed my class. And he's trying to get a hold of a weatherman in Buffalo. So he used social media and I said, why don't you call him? He said, I don't have a number. Is that a good answer, Ron, for somebody in this business? Well, fortunately, he turned out 
for the better by not having you as an instructor. No, he didn't because I would have told him, you always have a number. You know where he works. Call the station where he works, Austin City Limits. Chris Hoke got to be where he got by doing every little detail. Right, Hokey? That's right. Exactly right. I've been searching and searching for a number. That's probably the best option at this point. WTAE-TV, phone number. Ask for the weather person. Come on, City Limits. WIVB. Right. Whatever it is, you call the station. Joe, Joe, may I ask Hokey a a couple Mason Rudolph questions? Yes, you may. Hokey, he's three games now. It's a little bit of a trend, more than one, more than two. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. realize the competition hasn't been the greatest. Uh, It's NFL competition. Has he shown you he is better than Kenny Pickett at this point? If you're the Steelers, do you try to bring him back? And do you let at least compete with Kenny Pickett well, well, next year? Well, let, let me let me share some stats with you, right? Just to you know, let answer that question. So, let's look at Mason Rudolph over the last three games. Mason Rudolph, oh, he's played. Yes, he's had a quarterback rating, right? The NFL does a formula: pass attempts, completions, you know, kind of the the, the play interceptions, interceptions, punish you, pun it, whatever, all those things. Mason Rudolph has had a quarterback rating of 112.2 or better in all three games. Correct. Okay. Kenny Pickett, in 24 starts, 24 starts, how many times do you think he had a QBR of 112.2 or better? I would say zero. I think over 100 maybe once, twice. Zero in 24 starts. Mitch Trubisky, in all of his starts as a Pittsburgh Steeler, how many times do you think he had a QB rating of 112 or better? Uh, four or five? Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Mason before this no, year. No, Mitch okay. Trubisky. Yeah, zero. Ben Roethlisberger, the great Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame Ben Roethlisberger, in his last 25 games as a Pittsburgh Steeler, how many times do you think he had a quarterback rating of 112.2 or better? Two, three. Once. One. And Mason Rudolph has a quarterback rating of 112.2 in every or better in every single game he's played this year. So you tell me, right? Oh, and, 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 and you guys answer the question. Mason Rudolph in 13 starts has eight touchdown passes of 40 yards or more. Kenny Pickett in 24 starts, almost half. Two? Three. Three. Okay. Um, you look over the, the, you know, you look at this. Last week in a downpour in Baltimore, he was 18 for 20 for 150 plus yards. They really leaned on the running game, but it was the it was the deep ball threat. He threw a he threw a dime to Deontay Johnson third and three in the second quarter, that Deontay Johnson stopped running for some reason. That would have been six, beautiful deep ball throw. I mean, it was literally like what you said, a foot in front of his his, his leg. It landed right at his yeah. feet. He was 18 for 20 for 150 plus yards. Uh, one touchdown, no interceptions. God bless you. Threw a 71 Thank yard you. touchdown pass in a big moment. You know, on a sweet. Quick slant that we've seen him throw and out at him and 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 George Pickens. I don't well, want to interrupt your momentum, but he did throw ten balls behind the line of scrimmage to people. Oh, so that okay, that's so ten of eighteen. Hold on, hold on ten but of eighteen were behind the line. Go back and look at. I mean, we want to. Comp- we're comparing these two, right? This isn't this isn't be, this isn't being mean. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to trying to give evidence here. Go back. Go. I look don't at, need any more. Neither does Ron. He's Pickett. better than Pickett. Go look at Kenny Pickett's passing chart on a seventy degree day, and it looks like Mason Rudolph's passing chart. In a torrential downpour, <laughs> now, is that, is that Matt Canada's fault? No, That's well, true. I, mean, I don't think so. They're running. They're running. I mean, really. I mean, you ask anybody. They're running an offense that is very similar to the offense that Matt Canada ran 
Uh, I think that it's the it's the deep ball throw. It's the threat of that deep ball throw that's opened up this offense, and there's much more confidence throughout the team. It but it's also fair to mention that since Matt Canada left the building, Kenny Pickett is also completing 73% of his passes with a 96 passer rating. He's 31 of 43 for 348 okay. yards since okay. that guy left. So, but I'm not. But I agree. No, I, I, I agree that I'm, I'm just, you're Mason Rudolph's better than Kenny Pickett. I agree with yes, you. Yes, I believe. And that doesn't mean that Kenny Pickett is a bad guy. It doesn't mean he's not a professional. I, I think he's a, a great guy. I think he's a professional. I think he prepares. I think he does everything you want out of a quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a good locker room why, guy. A great why leader. does Mike Tomlin not go out of his way at all to praise Mason Rudolph? Uh, at all, he that's barely said, "Oh, mystery. he's a competitor." That's, that, that's, that's the big mystery. That's all I, he not, said. I'm not sure. Why. I think I think it's pretty clear. I mean, I think his intent is to go back with Pickett at the start it, of next it, it season. It looks that way, Cookie. It now looks... I don't know. Mason may he may not have a choice because Mason may sign with somebody else. Do you think Mason is going to get a pretty decent offer? I think he's after this a year? ton of money. Okay. Last three weeks, but, hey, but, but, but can, I, can I go on a global level now? A global. Let's level. do global. I like right, let's go global. Let's go, let's go, let's go intergal- intergalactic from here let's, to your range. Let's go globally, Key. In, in in three games, right? Who has the, so compare Mason only as a three game period? You're, you're talking now. You're comparing him against the rest of the quarterbacks in the NFL. He has who has the most sixty plus yard touchdown passes in the NFL this year? I don't know. Him. Tua has four. Mason has three. And then there's 10 other guys that have two. In three games, he has more than everybody else in the NFL. And he has, and he's one below Tua, who has the best offense in the NFL, Tariq Hill. Okay? You look at this, you go even deeper, right? Um, Mason Rudolph, he has the same amount of games, three, with a quarterback rating of 110 or better as Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Two of the guys who are considered two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And, he's, and, and, he, and he has just as many as they got in, th- in three games that they got over a 17-game period. Or Herbert, 14 or whatever it is, 15. So what I'm saying is like, the guy's doing a great job. He's, I, mean, I think his numbers are up there at the top, if not number one, across the NFL over the last three weeks. They are number one. Right. That's Completion co- percentage let's, and let's passer rating. Let's zone in now on this Buffalo Bills game. Right? Over the last three weeks, Mason Rudolph – Versus Josh Allen. Mason Rudolph has 716 yards passing versus John, Josh Allen, 365 yards passing. Okay? Mason Rudolph has three touchdowns versus Josh Allen, three touchdowns. Mason Rudolph has zero interceptions to Josh Allen, four interceptions. Mason Rudolph has a combined quarterback rating of 351.2 versus Josh Allen, a combined quarterback rating of 259.6. Who's playing better ball right now? Uh, fa- uh, fa- that's a that's that's factor in some highly questionable. I'm just saying, factor in the running game with what I'm Allen. Saying, what I'm saying is this: the Steelers have the better running game here. I believe. You know, would you guys argue with me that the Steelers have the better running game going into this game? I, I think watched, Josh Allen. I watched the Bills go for 220 on the Cowboys. No, not long a, ago. I'm not saying they're not a good football. They're really they're, they're, they, no they, 220 on the ground. When they're hot. Yeah, I would they're, say they're the maybe. Best in the NFL. Yeah. See, I can't separate this. I agree with you that Pickett, that that Rudolph's better than Pickett. I'm not saying he's better than Josh Allen. I'm just saying. No, I know, I know, I know. But Josh Allen's a, a, a talent that's. But I one think of the best it fact it has to factor into the conversation. What's that? Just factor into the conversation that Mason Rudolph has played the 30th and 31st ranked defenses and the Ravens JV team. That has J- J- to factor okay, hold on, hold on, in. It just has to. Let me let me argue with you for a second. The Ravens JV defense. Yeah. Who did he throw that seventy-one yard touchdown against? Three starters. 
Pat McQueen underneath. You had Kurt Hamilton, or, or Hamilton that was a safety that played it bad. And you Hamilton had didn't even play. Hamilton was sitting right there. He, he jumped him Did out. Hamilton play in that yes, game? I think he did. It was against three starters. What are you talking about, JV squad? This 71-yard touchdown pass was against starters. So don't give me this JV squad. He threw it against. How many starters? Don't you give him that no, JV listen, squad. Guys, What's the matter with you? Get, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback. What I'm saying is he's playing good <laughs> Zach football. Zach Flowers and Kyle Hamilton won't play in finale versus Hamilton, Steelers. They played? It was, the other, it, was the, it was Hamilton. It was the safety who played, and it was. Um, okay, you're wrong. Who was that safety then? I don't know. Kyle Hamilton, not who's the other active. Safety then? Who's the other safety that plays Not that? Kyle Hamilton, Lewis who's the best Riddick, safety Lewis in the league. Riddick, if you watch the game, he even M. said. M. Williams and Geno Stone. That's, I'm sorry, Marcus Williams. Williams is a starter. I'm okay. sorry, I said Hamilton. I, meant I Williams. think he was the. Williams is a starter. Was the only starter in their secondary, I believe. And Yosin was a guy who played a ton of football, and you had Patrick McQueen underneath. Yosin, Yosin played a ton of football in the NFL. He had, these weren't these were guys that were had, he had been a starter he'd been serviceable. Their two best players were out. But well, what I'm saying, wh- but, wh- what where, I'm saying where is, he made that play, yeah. where he made that play. Patrick McQueen was underneath. It was a great throw. It's a great throw. Great throw against guys that weren't JV guys. These are guys that were starter capable. Yeah, there players. were JV guys on the field, and what, their their two best I'm, players did sure. not play. There's no question about it. Roquan Smith didn't play. Right? There's a lot of guys that didn't and play. Kyle Hamilton. Kyle didn't Hamilton didn't play. play. So Hamilton's banged up. I'm just he? saying those three. These three games have been against less than stellar competition. That's all. I want to see. I want to see Mason now go against. I think the fourth ranked scoring defense in football in their yeah, building. This, this but then again, there's going to be forty mile an hour yeah, wins. And here's here. the thing. And, and and this is a really really good defense, guys. And this is this is going to be a challenge, right? Because they they went out in the last month and a half of the season. They held the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins to less than what I think one team was ten points. One team was fourteen points. Yeah, um, played them really, really well. So it's a real, all I'm trying to say is I'm giving perspective that not people in Pittsburgh don't want to give him credit. They're starting to give him a little bit more, but people always want to say, "Oh, well, but well, but the guy's done a pretty good job." Guys. He's done a great job. Yeah, I mean, but it's, but, but, people, but, but it's fair to mention that still. That's fair to say. But what I'm saying is, it's also fair to say that the running game has opened up a lot more. I mean, this has been a running game who over the last ten weeks since Broderick Jones come in is averaging over 145 yards a game. Right, there's no question about. It. Broderick Jones has brought a nastiness to this offensive line. It's been contagious, um, but it's also fair to say that the running game has exploded under Mason Rudolph. Not if you look at it, Najee Harris he had a 99 yard game against the and Bengals. 100, 100 back to back, back the to back two weeks. It's not a coincidence that the only two games that Mason Rudolph has had this year over 100 yards came after Mason Rudolph took the top off off the Bengals defense. And had two touchdowns over 40 yards and had another 60, whatever. He had, had these deep throws. And now you've got to play, you can't have eight guys in the box anymore because there is a deep ball threat. And, and so now, after going for almost 300 yards against the Bengals in, in week, whatever, that, in, in the 15th game of the year, now he has 200 yard games because defenses can't play him the same. And now there's not as much penetration. They got an eighth defender out of the box. He's playing too deep now, so he doesn't get beat over the top. And it's opening up Najee, and Najee now can hit the ground and hit the line of scrimmage on full speed. Ron, uh, would you have another Steeler Buffalo question, or can we move on to Chris's second favorite topic? Wait, I still want to stick with this one. Okay, for a minute. that's why I'm asking. This is a good topic. This is getting hot, isn't it, Hokey? I like this. <laughs> no, but I just think that people. People want to say, oh, they, they want to make all this excuse for Mason. He's done a good job, guys. I don't think and, there's and, that many people. I, 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 you know I, who I, I disagree, think the, You know who I think the people who need to be told that are? 
the head coach of the football team and some of the people in that locker room. I think the fans have no, basically. I think, I think people know that. It's just they're, they're very careful with their words. Right? I, yeah. I would agree totally they're with very, Joe. I think the fans have jumped on the Mason bandwagon. But I also. But think I don't. This. I mean, why does Tom, Tomlin just seems committed to Pickett? I, I he's. It's all about. Resume, not resume. It's all about pedigree and it's all about money. That's it's a business. For us, we look at it as a game, and I know that we all business all, but this is a business. When you when you sign a guy and you're paying him eight to ten million dollars a year, he's going to play over the guy who's making minimum. When you sign a guy in the first round draft pick, he has nine lives. A guy like Mason Rudolph, who was signed to a minimum, even though he was drafted in the third round years ago. He's got to show you – know, you have to prove every single week you can win and you can play well. When you're a first-round draft pick, you have to prove game after game, start after start, year after year that you can't play before they'll let, let you go. That's just how it works. It's, it's about pedigree and, and money. The last thing I'll say, just to put one little log on the fire, even though I agree with you about Pickett and Rudolph, is if Deontay catches a touchdown pass right in his hands in that game, the Cincy game that Pickett played. Yeah. Remember the one that that they yeah. ruled no touchdown? That's a beautiful pass. Then he's then he's twenty five of thirty three for three hundred yards and a one fifteen passer rating. Mason went seventeen of twenty seven for two ninety with a one twenty four rating. That to me, that yeah, Bengals defense know, stinks. Pickett riddled them and Rudolph but, riddled but, them. But, but Joe, that would be like saying, oh, if if Deontay would have kept running and caught that ball, Mason would have thrown for over two hundred and twenty yards. In a torrential downpour, he would have two touchdowns. I mean, we can't. It's like when I was playing, right? And people would say, "Hey, man, we gave up a seventy-yard touchdown run in this game, but take that out, and we held him to one point two yards." No, I think it's carry. different when you're judging quarterbacks. Like I also, I'll give Mason that one. That was a great throw. I'll yeah. also give him an interception for the one he threw right in the safety's hand. So when I'm judging, like what they do at at uh, places like Pro Football sure, Focus, how sure. many how many turnover worthy plays? And how many great throws that that you don't get credit sure. for? I'll factor all that in. I would no, give Rudolph no that question. throw, and I'd give Kenny that throw from this game. But but the the moral of that story is that both those guys tore up a bad Bengals defense. It, listen, and, and but the reality is, it's about scoring points. We we haven't had to depend on. I would say, you know, last week the defense played. I mean, against the Ravens, they I mean two takeaways, great hit by Mark Robinson. Mm. Um, uh, you know, on on Melvin Gordon. And, and the other fumble by Gus Edwards, great job of Eric Rowe coming in and punching that ball out. I mean, the defense did a great job. But the defense doesn't feel the pressure over the last three weeks that we have to win this game. Think about that for a minute. Every single week for the first 14 games of the season was the defense has to make a play here. When, you, when you're only scoring 16 points a game, right? Now, listen, last week against the Ravens, of course, 17. You have to consider in the, 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 the weather. But when you don't have to worry, when you don't have to think, I got to make a play here or we're going to lose, it's a different, you can play loose. And um, it's a different, it's, and, and listen, you, nobody can argue that, that in that locker room and, and the players, they're, they're more confident, they're playing more relaxed, they're out there just, it's a different feeling right now as you watch these guys and you're around these guys because of the, their ability to, to score quickly. Yeah. I've said that being in that locker room, it, you, there's a difference. It's loose. They're more loose. They feel like they believe in Mason yeah. more than they do and, the and, other and guy, even though they won't ever say that. What, what happened? Four, four weeks ago, listen, I, I, I don't want to – I'm not trying to – I want to be very clear here. I'm not trying to I, be a bad guy and say this guy's bad. I'm just I, – I think that Mason's doing a good job, and I think he needs to get his due. But, I mean, a month ago, 
the locker room was in shambles. It was in shambles, and it was building, and it was building and building. Um, Is that, that Canada? <laughs> we can blame Canada in two years from now. I mean, no, 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 but, no. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah. Those players they, were very no, frustrated. No. Was it more Canada at Canada or was it more he, at Pickett? Canada had already been gone for a while when when Pickens, you know, a whole thing went down and, and people were saying bench him or trade him. We were sitting here and we're talking about trading. You know, you asked me, should we trade Pickens, I believe. I mean, that was just that was just before the start with Mason. And now the Steelers win. Pickens has one touch on a reverse for a first down, got like four yards. And the guy was like laughing and having a great time because they're winning and they're scoring points. And 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 you're seeing that, hey, they believe that you know, anytime he can get the ball. Now the the Bill the Ravens did a great job of putting the majority of the time a guy underneath Pickens and a guy over the top Pickens. They weren't gonna let him they weren't going to let him impact that game, and it, and and the, and the defensive coordinator shared that with the the, the broadcasters. They weren't going to they weren't, weren't going to let him impact the game, and so other guys got to step up. Um, and there's other guys on that offense. Listen, May, as good as Mason's playing, there's other guys on the offense who have improved. The offensive line's blocking better. Um, the tight ends, man, it, we, we we beat them up a little bit. They're blocking better in the run game. I think there's one thing that I I, I feel that they're doing better play calling wise. You're seeing a lot of these influence blocks. Right, you saw the one where James Daniels on that touchdown run, the first one by by Najee Harris, where he he pulled outside, influenced that D tackle, even made him hesitate for a second. And then Sam Allo came came pulled and trapped him and freaking just lit him up. Then you're seeing also with on the backside of runs and also on these on these reverses, you're seeing Fryermuth influence the defensive end. He's going out, pull just just separating that defensive end away from the core of the of the offensive line, which is opening up lanes running lanes and, and 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 so they're doing things that are influencing these defensive linemen and defenders that they weren't doing earlier that i noticed all right chris before we uh, ask you for your prediction on sunday and maybe of all the games your thoughts on bill belichick being out in new england your first thought when you think of bill belichick well listen, I, when i think of bill belichick i, I honestly to you to you know, surprising to you. I, I don't think of, even though I know we, we talked about a lot in here, what he's done and cheating is cheating. the word what you're using. All right. that. What he did now, you know, I should have another Super Bowl ring if it wasn't for him. <laughs> but the reality is the guy was a, a really, really good coach and he did a lot of great things up there in, in, in New England. Um, they won a lot of ball games. Yes, he struggled over the last, since Tom Brady left. Uh, but this is a quarterback driven league, guys. If you don't have a good quarterback, you're not going to win games consistently. I mean, you see down in, in Tennessee, right? They, they can't figure it out. They got, they got a guy coming in, they think he's good and he gets hurt. You have to have a quarterback to win games in the NFL, um, and he couldn't find that. Mac Jones just wasn't playing well. And but if you look at the entirety of of his coaching life there up in New England, I mean, he changed a lot of things. I mean, he 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 put a mark up there and made them one of the best franchises in professional sports. You don't would, think he's done coaching, do you? I don't think so. Would you hire him? Would I hire him? I think that I would uh, hire him but not let him control. I think one of his biggest downfalls was his inability to put together a good lineup. He was Joe's point uh, all yeah, along, I, too. I just think that he, he, he wasn't a great GM. Um, I also think that he's made some suspect decisions in terms of defensive co- or, um, or assistant coaches. You know, like last year, I really he really messed up Mac Jones when he brought in um, pencil air. Pencil air. Is that his name pencil air? Patricia. No. Yeah, because he was a pencil, pencil in his ear. Right? Yeah, because yes. he brought Patricia back, who was you know to be his what was it, his old coordinator when I don't think he's ever even called offense. Um, you know, in in recent years, so I think he's done some some things that I and it could be some arrogance that hey, 
we're the Patriots. I'm Bill. I'm Bill Belichick. We can win this way. I don't know what it is, but what he'll be known for is a big time winner, winning Super Bowls and putting New England on the map. All right, I want a prediction on all the games this weekend. Let's uh, save the Steelers for last. Cleveland, Houston. Mm. Cleveland, Houston. It's this is down. This is down in Houston. You know what? I like Houston a lot. I think C.J. Stroud is 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 a rising star and is going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL for the next decade. Oh, that would break the hearts in Cleveland yeah, if they don't get it I, done. I think, now, I, th- it, I think Texas. I think Texas are going to win this game. You, are they not just happy to be there? No, I think I think the Texas. I think D'Amico Ryan. I like I like D'Amico Ryan. I like his energy. I like his enthusiasm. I like his demeanor. I, he gets those guys to fight. I, I, he's fiery, man. I like. He's a linebacker, you know, in in in, in the NFL. I, I, I'm going to pick the Texans right there. How about Miami, Kansas City in the frigid temperatures? I think Miami's, and in, 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 even though the Chiefs have struggled all year, I think Miami is um, injuries, playing up in the cold weather. They're, they don't play well there. Tua being a Hawaii guy, playing in Alabama, then coming to Miami, just not, not – I could pick Chiefs in that game. All right, the, the uh, Mike McCarthy Bowl, Green Bay at Dallas. Ooh, I, you know, Green Bay's interesting. Green Bay is interesting because they, they – they could surprise you, but I'd have to go with Dallas. I mean, I, I think they're at home. Um, if they're up in Green Bay, I might pick Green Bay, but I, I'm going to go with Dallas there. But Packers, I wouldn't be surprised if they made that a game. Rams at Detroit. I think Detroit's going to win. I think Detroit. I, I like them a lot. I like the way. Yeah, I like the Rams in that. Do one. you? I Joe, like, who I, do you like in that one? Man, that to me, that's the best game. It's the Jared I, I, Goff bowl. Did you see his quotes? He says Jared he'll Goff. never forget what they did to him. Jared Goff, Sean man, Payton well. was was courting Matthew Stafford while he was telling Goff, "You're my guy." Wow. I kind of like the, the the kneecaps. Yeah, now, I, I, I like. I'm the leaning Lions back here. toward They're them. They're tough, and I, I think I think it's going to become a very physical game. I think their defense is pretty good. Um, I think I, I like these former players as coaches. I like it. Well, didn't I read that Sean McVay said he treated Goff poorly the way they way it ended? Yeah, he basically apologized to him. I don't I think these coaches are real good about the situation that Jared Goff went through. I don't think these coaches—they're not. I don't think they're the best at handling those situations. All right, one more Monday night Eagles who have really been struggling against the Baker Mayfield Tampa Bay Bucks. You know what? I think I think the Eagles are in trouble. They've they've been on a downward spiral. I'm going with the Buccaneers. All right, Chris, the big one in. Uh, in Orchard Park, it's an Orchard Park, isn't it? Is yeah, that yeah. the underdogs? Yeah, Orchard yeah. Park, New York. The Bills are ten point favorites. Who do you got? I'm going to go with this. I think they're going to ride Najee Harris in this game, right? Because it's going to be the weather, and 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 Jalen Warren's got to hold on to that football. I think he did himself a disservice last week by fumbling the ball a couple times. Um, but I think you're going to ride Najee. I'm going to see the Steelers are going to win this by one point. Wow! Holy and then they go back milk. to Buff Baltimore next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, and you never know. I just, I just think that you know this game right here, the way they're running the football, um, you know, and I'm not going to bring up Mason. Listen, the reality is this is going to be that threat of that deep ball at some point, even if the gusts slow down for five minutes or whatever. Um, but I think that the way they're running the football right now, they're running with confidence. I mean, they're lining up, and if you watch the way that they're getting after people, um, if they can control that line of scrimmage, and that's that's the weak spot of this of this Bills team, guys. I mean. They're, they're they're number nine overall in the NFL. They're seventh against the pass, but they're giving up 4.6 yards of carry, which God is 28th you. in the NFL. So if there's Thank a you, weakness Ron. to this defense, it's that running game and, and hitting them in the mouth. And and they can't try to run the ball outside with Najee. They got to hit run the ball straight downhill. 
and 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 make them bleed a little bit. And I think the Steelers will be right where they want to be at the end of the Leaving game. Even some blood on the turf, right? It. Ron, it's a great day to end with a one and a half minute free association. Oh, this is it. how we play, Chris. Okay. I ask you very. He's never quick, played this before. No, but he's no. going to be good. There's no time for explanations. You give me a one or two word answer. You ready? And we yeah. just fly through these. Yeah, are I'm you not, ready I'm for this? These, I'm not good at these. You are. But... Just give me give me whatever pops to your mind. Are you okay. ready? Okay. Joey Porter Jr. follows Diggs around the field. Win. Yes. Right? Do you, you want to say, say win? Oh, what, do you want me to say yes or no? Or do yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted me to say the first word that comes to my mind. Yeah, does he do that? Um, yes. Besides Josh Allen, the Bills offensive player who scares you the most. Kincaid. Najee Harris over under 25 and a half carries. Under. Pickens over under four and a half oh, targets. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going back. I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. Okay. Over the last couple of games, he's, yeah, I'm going to say over. Pickens over under four and a half targets. Over. Calvin Austin makes a play. Under. <laughs> Herbig gets a sack. Oh, man. I would say, I, I, would, I would say yes. Bill's defender you fear the most. Oh, man. Um, I would say Ed Oliver. Mm. Mason Rudolph will have a better passer rating than Josh Allen. Yes. Leonard wow. Fournette. Wow. Leonard Fournette still has something left and could hurt the Steelers. No. James Cook is a top 10 running back. Can he hurt the, the Steelers? Hold on. Can he hurt the Steelers? Yes, but I don't think he has anything. I mean, any guy can. The lightning strikes in the bottle once for everybody, right? But I don't think he – I think he's about I, – I, I think he's done a great job in the NFL, but I don't think he's got a, much left in the tank. No, he broke the – we'll get back to it. It's a first-time player. Uh, James Cook is a top 10 running back in the league. He's good. I don't think he's top 10. Josh Allen over under one and a half turnovers. Over. Over under 55 and a half rush yards. Over. And lastly, Mike Tomlin will change the depth chart if Mason wins. Under. No way. <laughs> Thank you, Hokey. Chris, we'll look forward to it. Next week, you come in again, win or lose. <laughs> I'll uh, be here. We got to wrap it up. Yep. I'm by myself next week, as a matter of fact. Are so you? you better Starkey, come in. where are you going to be? You mean Baltimore? You know, out there. I don't know where I'm going to be at this point. Very sad. Go Hopefully floor, in Florida, Florida again. Play some golf. Or some golf. Yeah. Yeah. Hokey, you were absolutely incredible. You always today. are. You were man. incorrigible. You, you, you were bring incredible. it, and we love it. You were. What's <laughs> you another I N? Even if you, even if he did screw up that Kyle Hamilton. No, thing, but I was right. thinking of that one kid. Oh, Marcus. he got a, he got intense at you. What's, no, what's yeah. the, I was and you were right. I saw some of that Hokey intensity. Who's the other guy? Was the star? The other starting safety. Stone. No, no, the other kid. Williams. Williams. It was Williams. I was thinking Williams, but you're right. Hamilton was out, but Williams is a starter. Thank you, Hokey. Thank you. Have a great weekend. <laughs> we'll look forward I can't to you. Laugh because we'll I look forward to your work with Pompiani on KDKA TV too. The great Bob Pompiani. He's Does he best. treat you well? Oh, he's 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 incrinculent. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Bob, you know Bob's great. Yeah, he's a very classy man. Yeah, he's good. Very. Kind. We don't like really, to really give really him too much credit, though, do we, Jim? No, I, I've I've listened yeah. to your show with him, so yeah. I, I, you guys don't give him much credit. Everybody else gives him too much credit, yeah. so we have to bring he's him. A great we, guy. we bring Bob down he's just a little. Crop. Yeah, he is. Yeah, wonderful. There's your man, man behind you there, saying goodbye to New England. You think he cries over under oh. one and a half tears? No, oh. zero, zero, zero. I actually think he will choke up during this news conference, Belichick. We're going to play clips from that, by the way. Coming up, our friend Austin City Limits is on I that. I want to hear what Robert Kraft has to say. And That's Kraft, what, yeah. more, more, even more than him. 
Ron, want to hear what Kraft has to say. Up next, let's go over some of these coaching openings, Ron. I got like seven candidates here for the Patriots opening, even though people think it's going to be Mayo or Vrabel. There's seven openings. Which one would fit Belichick the best? Let's talk about all of that coming up next. Uh, the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And our friend Hokey, even though he was here, he was still on the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Man, we got a lot to talk about. I'm going to ask Ron and City Limits here. Every one of those over-unders I just asked about this game coming up, we're going to get a Buffalo weatherman. I mean, I I hope you all understand what 40, even 40-mile-an-hour 40 winds would mean. It meant when the Bills played the Patriots, I think, last year or two years ago, the Patriots ran the ball on every play and won the game. They threw it three times. You You just you can't function in a pass game with 40 to 50 mile an hour winds, if that's the case. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, Silverado, sunchevy.com. It's cooking Joe. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Bill Belichick currently speaking to the media after mutually parting ways with the New England Patriots after 24 seasons. It's Alex Nadelkovic in goal for the Penguins tonight as the Pens host. The Vancouver Canucks at PPG Pank's Arena at 7. For more, go to 937thefan.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.